God arranged for me to come to New Mission and to meet Robert Smith, Jr. Amen. And my life has not been the same since. I'm eternally grateful again for your pastor. I sincerely hope that you realize how blessed you are. Amen. Amen. And uh, you don't have to wait till the second week in July. <laughs> Amen. To let him know that you love him. Amen. For God picked one of his best and planted him here uh, to be with you. Amen. 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 I like that song, especially the part say, I got a pep in my step. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I, I really like that part. Amen. Still got a pep in my step. Amen. Amen. I'm glad again tonight to have my baby with me. Amen. Praise God for that. Amen. Amen. So um, please remember uh, myself and my family in your prayers. We will be praying for you that God will continue to do awesome and wonderful things in this place. Because I assure you, he's not through with you yet. Amen. He has great things in, in store for you. Amen. Amen. Somebody asked me the other night, said, Pastor, are you going to sing? <clears throat> well, you know, I used to be able to sing. And I, and I tried not to blow my image, you know. <laughs> you know, try to lead people with a good impression. Amen. But... Uh, we're going to try a little bit of it is well with my soul. Amen. When peace like a river attendeth my way When sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot To say it is well, it is well when 
my soul and it's the storm keep on raging in my life and if the wind keep on blowing my Matthews. Matthews chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Matthews chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. The King James Version of the Bible reads this way. Come unto me, all ye that uh, labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. You'll allow me, let me read that same passage from that translation known as the Message Bible. And it reads this way, are you tired, <laughs> worn out, burned out on religion? Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. 
I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Amen. Our subject tonight is a word for the weary. A word for the weary. Recent studies confirm the fact that prolonged stress and chronic negative thinking can have a profound effect upon our immune system. Negative thinking has become so profound that they've come up with a word for it, catastrophizing. Amen. This mind-body concept is defined as the interaction that takes place between our thoughts, our body, and our external world. In other words, the body and the mind are so close together that what affects one affects the other. Amen. For example, worrying, worrying. This idea of being in a state of feeling uneasy or overly concerned about a situation or a problem can cause your mind to go into overdrive as you constantly focus on what might happen. <laughs> and it can lead to the point where we might uh, develop a sense of impending doom and find ourselves always involved in unrealistic fears that only serve to increase our worries. Amen. And so intense emotion may begin and you may find yourself suffering from several symptoms, including unhappiness, anxiety, loneliness, anger, and irritability. Amen. It can get so profound that it can disturb your belief system. Amen. And color all of your assumptions about the world. It can get so tragic that you may even find yourselves beginning to question your ability 
to control your own life and the choices you make. Amen. Many people who find themselves today in our society excessively seeking relief find themselves subjected to harmful lifestyle habits such as overeating hallelujah <laughs> smoking or the use of alcohol and drugs Amen. According to a survey conducted by the American Psychological Association, stress keeps more than 40% of adults lying awake at night. And the number one over-the-counter medication sold in America is sleeping pills. Amen. But scripture, praise God for scripture. Scripture sends to all of us an urgent recommendation. And here is what it says. Come to me. All who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now when you read that, you, you can't help but love that scripture. You, you can't help but love that scripture. And, and the words that I find in there that I love the most are the two words, heavy laden. The implication of the words heavy laden means that you are loaded down. Amen. You are, you are simply weighed down. Amen. Amen. And, and these, these are beautiful words to anybody who is hurting or to those who have been hurt. Amen. Or to those who, who live with the potential to be hurt. Amen. The American Chiropractic Association says that roughly 31 million Americans are afflicted by some type of back pain at any given time. Amen. And all of them are seeking a solution for that pain. Now they go on to say that the pain can be real or it can be imaginary. But however, the one who owns it always defines it as pain. Amen. 
Pain is greatly common today. Amen. All of us are in pain. Amen. And we are seeking relief. Amen. Relief for what ails us. The decision we have to make in the interim is when we select our pain relief, uh, will it be temporary? And how long can we expect the relief to last? Or is it permanent? There are a number of pain solutions for sale. I said to some members at church a little while ago, I said, if you want to see how you're getting older, just start counting the peel bottles. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The decision we have to make when we select pain relief is, is it temporary? And how long can we expect the relief to last, and is it permanent? There are a number, go in any drugstore, any store, and you will find a number of pain solutions for sale. Aleve, Advil, Icy Hot, Bengay, BC Powder, just to name a few. Amen. But these, all of these have one thing in common, and that is that they are temporary. And if you read the instructions, the directions will say something like, do not take more than six tablets a day. Or take two tablets every four to six hours. And there's one part that always interests me, and it says, if you're over the age of 12. <laughs> Seem like to me when you, if you're just 12 years old. <laughs> Amen. All the pain relievers come with instructions and restrictions because they are temporary solutions. And nevertheless, the high volume of sales of these temporary solutions is a direct indication, listen to me if you please, that many people have elected to carry their own burdens. I'll give you a minute. Many people, because of the high volume of the sales of the temporary pain relievers, it's an indication that many people have elected, have chosen to carry their own burdens. Now we've got to understand that our burdens and our troubles have a purpose. You, you know God never does anything without a purpose. Even our burdens and our problems have a purpose. And I want to tell you what the purpose is. The purpose of burdens and troubles and problems 
is to drive us back to God. Amen. Amen. Contrary to popular opinion, pain does not come just to make you hurt. Pain does not come to break your heart. But just pain does not come just so you have a hard time. We have to equip ourselves understanding that in this life, you will have some pain. Amen. We've got to understand that the disappointment that we run into in life is not based on what you find in life. Disappointment is based on what you expect it to find. You, you married them. Had a beautiful wedding. Hmm? Planned the reception. And you were looking forward to wonderful days of peace and ecstasy. But you didn't find what you expected. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. Had that beautiful baby. And they were so sweet and cuddly. And you was holding them on your lap. Amen. Amen. You, 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 was, you was so happy. If they did number two, you bragged on it. But they grew up. And you didn't find what you expected. Pain, pain, amen. Disappointment is not based on what you find in life. Disappointment is based on what you expected to find. And regardless of how careful we are, absolutely nothing exempts us from pain. Not even saying that you're not hurting will not exempt you from it. Not letting people see you cry in public will exempt you from pain. Not even prayer will exempt you from pain. Money won't exempt you from pain. Beauty won't exempt you from pain. Uh, intelligence won't exempt you from pain. You can be smart as a whip. Be a brilliant genius, but you will still experience pain. Position will not exempt you from pain. Pain doesn't care if you are a president or if you have your own business. You are not exempt from pain. But the problem is, Pastor Venice, and, 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 and it's mysterious why this happens. The problem is, Many people elect or choose to carry their own burdens. Amen. Even understanding that the purpose of burdens and problems is to literally drive you 
back to God. Amen. Drive you back to God. Amen. But instead, their children act up. And they keep it. They run into family problems. And they keep it. The boss puts a target on their back. And they keep it. Their co-workers become a problem. But they decide to keep it. Now, if it's, if it's bad to try to keep your own burdens, I'm going to tell you what's worse. What's worse is trying to hide what you're keeping. Huh? Yeah. You, now, now, now you're trying to keep it, but you're trying to hide it. Folk ask you on Sunday morning or wherever they see, how you doing? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I told you the other night that God cannot bless who we pretend to be. A amen. And you can't get help with your hurt until you let it be known. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we try to hide it. Uh, we, we keep health issues and financial weight and keep it all to ourselves. But listen, your burdens, your problems, your fears, your worry, weariness does not belong to you. Ah, oh, Jesus, yeah. It does not belong to you. Amen. Amen. But if you elect or if you choose to keep it to yourself, the question becomes, why would you do that? Huh? Why, why would you try to keep something that does not belong to you. And it's hurting you at the same time. Huh? Come on, talk to me, somebody. Amen. I mean, it'd be a different thing if it wasn't hurting you. But it's hurting you every day, and you trying to keep it to yourself. God Almighty. Well, what are some of the excuses? that we come up with for, uh -huh. for trying to keep it to ourselves. Uh -huh. Amen. One, one of the most popular ones is we thought we could handle it ourselves. Yeah. 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 Amen. It seemed so small and, and it wasn't no big deal. And so we thought that uh, we could handle it ourselves. But then you, you fool around and you lose your job. Amen. Now, you don't have any idea initially from the outset that you're going to be unemployed so long. Amen. Because you thought, surely with my skills, huh? I mean, with, with, with my skills, uh, it, it's just going to be a matter of a little while, and I'm going to find another job. Amen. 
It was just a minor issue, not one big enough to bother God with. Now, you've been out of work so long. Amen. And now you're wondering, because you've been out so long, what is God going to do next? Amen. Now, you know, you're saying to yourself, God knows my situation, and he knows my needs. Amen. Why doesn't he bless me with a job? That's what you're asking. God in heaven is asking, why don't they give me the burden? Huh? Yeah. Why didn't they give it to me? Why didn't they trust me with what they need? Amen. Amen. Now, that brings up questions. Amen. Do you believe that your life is in God's hands? Huh? Are you sure? Huh? Do you consider your problems bigger than your God? Huh? And then, why would you choose to carry all your own burdens? Let me ask you, are they heavy? <laughs> Come on, help me here tonight. Are your burdens heavy? Huh? Well, now, if they are heavy, are they heavy enough to make you hurt? Huh? Yeah. And if they're heavy enough to make you hurt, are they heavy enough to cause you to give them over to God? Huh? And then one more. Don't you think that it's time for you to turn them over? Huh? Well, I think I need to tell you that God is waiting on us to turn them over. God is waiting on us. As a matter of fact, he invites us in Matthews 11, 28, 30 to be burdened free. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. God says, listen, I don't want you going through life burdened down. I don't want you going around with your chin staple to your chest looking like you ain't got a friend in the world moping and moaning and complaining and murmuring that is not my desire or my design for your life as a matter of fact you can't glorify me when you always burdened and overwhelmed and troubled by stuff that you should have turned over a long time ago Amen. God is waiting. He is more anxious to handle your burdens than you are to turn them over. Amen. Yeah. And we need to understand today, in the days and times that we're living in, that we don't profit at all by holding on to some burdens 
that don't belong to us anyway. Anyway, the text says, listen to the text, it says, come to me. Then the next word is wonderful. It says, all. <laughs> all who, who labor and are heavy laden. All means all. That nobody is left out. Amen. And he says, if you do that, I will refresh you. I will give you rest. Amen. You do know there's a difference between sleep and rest. Come on, somebody. Amen. Have you ever awakened after nine, ten hours, still tired? There is a difference between sleep and rest. You can have a silly, posturpedic mattress and still not get no rest. Amen. Amen. Text says, come all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And so when we, we got to understand today that when we refuse to hand our burdens over to Jesus, what are we telling him? What are we telling him? Are we telling Jesus that he's not needed? That he's not necessary? Amen. Are we telling him that we think we are more powerful than he is? Are we telling Jesus that he is not able to take us and the burden? Could we be telling God that we don't believe in his plans for us? And that we are not sure that he is capable of handling our burdens. What makes us feel that our burdens are so special that we are the only persons who can handle them? And what do we stand to gain by holding on to our burdens? Jesus says, come to me, and this statement is followed by blessed assurance. Amen. Now, we've got to figure out how to come to him. We come to Jesus knowing that he will accept us and our stuff. <laughs> oh, bless his name. <laughs> I'm so glad he'll accept you and your stuff. <laughs> oh, my God, child, you're talking about some stuff. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Yeah, he will accept us and our stuff. And we come to Jesus understanding that his love is powerful enough to keep us during these burdens. We come to him realizing that he is our comforter. We come to him believing that he is who he says he is. We come to him knowing that our burdens are designed to drive us back to him. Amen. The verse says, all who are. Amen. Nobody's left out. Jesus wants to help us all, but he can only help those who come. Amen. Amen. Now, this also means 
that if you're going to come, you have to admit that you are burdened and weary. Amen. You're burdened and weary. And that's where the problem is, Pastor. Because unfortunately, that's one of the most difficult parts of our society today. To get people to admit that they are burdened and weary. Amen. Amen. That they are burdened and weary. And it's just bad when the church becomes a hideout. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's just bad when the church becomes a, a hideout. And you're so worried about what other folk going to think. Huh? That you are negligent. You are hesitant to stand up and say, listen, pastor, I need prayer. I need prayer. I'm tired of this thing. Tired of it. I'm tired of being dealing with it. I'm tired of dealing with it day in and day out. I need prayer. Huh? Yeah, you got to admit that you are burdened and that you are weary. Amen. 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 I've got to admit that I have burdens and my weariness. And once I admit my burdens and weariness, then Jesus can help me, can relieve me. Amen. And I can come to him just as I was. Weary, <laughs> worn, and sad. But I'll find in him a resting place. And tell everybody that he <laughs> has made me glad. Amen. Amen. Understand that Jesus is not going to, to beg me to hand over my burdens. Amen. The question is, why do I still have them? And what does it take to hand them over? What all do I have to go through before I turn them over? You know, it's so sad what God has to allow some people to go through. And God has to allow some people to go next door to hell before they will learn any sense. Amen. Amen. All kinds of things. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we need to ask ourselves today. Amen. Anybody got any burdens in here? Oh, I, please, praise God for your presence. Wait a minute, let me raise both my hands. Let me raise both of mine. Amen. Amen. See, see, we, 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 can, get, we can get right tonight. Amen. We can get right tonight, right in here. We do not have to go home like we came. Amen. 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 But, but even though we have them, we must ask ourselves, why do we still have them? They're hurting us. Why do we keep holding on to them? Amen. Amen. What, 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 what all do we have to go through before we turn them over? Amen. And then we try to be slick. 
And what makes us think we can choose which burdens to turn over and which ones to keep? Lord have mercy. Amen. Here's the good news. God has made provisions for our burdens. Jesus is the provision for our burdens. And he will relieve you of your burdens and offer you his rest. And then he says after that, he'll allow you to wear the best part of him. Now, now the best part of Jesus is an easy yoke and light burdens. My God, y'all missing some good shouting points in here tonight. Huh? Yeah. Yes, Lord. Uh-huh. Now, that ought to put pep in your step. An easy yoke and light burdens. Amen. Amen. He says, he says, he says, I'll make a trade with you. Uh -huh. He says, I tell you what, you give me your burden, huh? I'll give you mine. Now, you got to watch that because I said, what kind of burdens could Jesus have? Huh? <laughs> Jesus, you excuse me, Jesus don't have no burdens. He's a burden bearer. Amen. And if he has any burdens, it's the one we gave him. Amen. But he says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen. And we don't have a burden bigger than a risen Savior. Listen, listen. <laughs> if, if, if God can handle a dead Jesus, you know he can handle our little stuff. Amen. 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 Our burdens cannot be bigger than a risen Savior. So I ask you again, who do we think we are that we have decided to hold on to our burdens? What do we think we can do to relieve ourselves of our own burdens? If you've come up with a plan to handle your own burdens, come on, share it with me. What is it? Amen. Why have a Savior and not trust him with your burdens. Amen. 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 Uh, 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 why have a Savior and not plan on giving your burdens up? Well, let, let's, let's talk about some areas that you need to turn over. Uh, uh, number one, uh, let's start at home. Amen. If you are married, turn that over. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Huh? I need an honest Christian in here now. <laughs> if, you, if you are married and you've been married over a year, turn it over, child. <laughs> turn it over. I wish I had a married witness in here tonight. Huh? Somebody said, Reverend, you in my house now. Yeah, you coming down my street. I better turn it over. If I don't turn it over, I'm going to turn it out. <laughs> yeah, 
Turn that marriage over. Any parents in here tonight? Raising children? Turn them over. Turn them over. Amen. Amen. If you got a job, that boss seems like he's put a bullseye on your back. Turn him over. Amen. Amen. Turn over your dreams and your fears. Turn over your time and turn over your bills and turn over your weight problem and turn over your health and turn over your habits and turn over your addictions and turn over everything. Get it all together and turn it over to Jesus because you can't handle it. It's too heavy for you. It will make you sick. It will make you impotent. You can't handle this stuff by yourself. Turn it over. Jesus says, if you want to know why you need to turn it over, just consider the fact that you are so tired. And if tired people in here tonight, huh? Tired. Pastor, we've got to come up with a theology for the tired. Yes. Every Sunday we see the tired. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Turn it over. Jesus knows that we are tired. And he says, it's because I know that you're tired that I want to give you rest. I want to give you rest. He says, I don't want you to suffer from stress-related illnesses. I saw a T-shirt today advertised on television. I don't know who came up with it, but they ought to be ashamed of themselves. The sign on the T-shirt said, I'm too blessed to be stressed. I said, now why would they tell that lie? Huh? Huh? Every day we deal with stress. Amen. Amen. God doesn't want us to suffer from stress-related illnesses, heart failure, headaches, ulcers, back pains. I got a suggestion for you. Let's give Jesus his job back. Let's, let's give it back to him. Let's give him his job back. Amen. Amen. He wants it. He says, come to me. Bring it to me. Give it to me. Let me handle, let me do for you what you can't do for yourself. Amen. Yes. I, I remember that one of the first jobs that I ever had, I was working in a warehouse. And, and one of the first things that they told us, they taught us how to do heavy lifting. And, and they said, that, that in order to do heavy lifting appropriately, you have to bend at the knee. Amen. He said, never try to lift anything heavy without bending at the knees. Now, now that's, that's good theology. I, I want to tell you that in the life we live, in the world we live in, if you're dealing with something heavy, don't you deal with it till you 
Bend your knees. Yeah, go down on your knees. Yeah, and the heavier it is, the longer you need to stay there. But don't ever try to deal with heavy stuff if you don't use your knees. We got a whole lot of emails. We need some knee mails. We need some folk to get down on their knees and pray like our foreparents used to do. Yes. Prerequisite of lifting anything heavy. Amen. Is bending the knees. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what we need to do with all this stuff that's troubling us. Amen. We need to turn it over to Jesus. Amen. He invites us to come to him and, and get some rest. He knows that we're tired, so let's give him his job back. If we give him our burdens, then we won't have to suffer with so much pain. Amen. You know, sometimes, Pastor, I think when we go to the doctor, I think the doctors don't really know what's wrong with us. This just me now. I think he said, well, you know, they have come. I got to tell them something, you know. Got to tell them something, you know. They, they paying for this visit, but I don't think they really know what's going on. And sometimes... If we prayed first, we might be able to call the doctor, the receptionist, and say, listen, this is so-and-so. I don't think I'll need to come in today, huh? Because I've already taken my medicine. Amen. I've turned it over to Jesus, and I'm feeling better. Burdens have been lifted. The pain is gone. Amen. 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 Well, now, I thought about it today. I said, there's going to be somebody there tonight who is saying to themselves, Pastor, I have already turned it over, but I'm still dealing with stuff. Now, what are you going to say about that? Well, the Bible says, endure hardness as a good soldier. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And so, whenever you see the word endure, yes. amen, it means that you are not going to be delivered from it. All right. All right. Ah, come on, we got to tell the whole story. Amen. You're not going to be delivered from it. You're not going to be kept from it. You have to go through it because sometimes the way out is the way through. Anybody in here been through anything? I know that's right. Amen. You got to go through it. It may be uncomfortable, but you have to go through it. Because remember, in life, there's a thing called growing pains. Amen. And if you want to come to it, you have to go through it. Endure hardness as a good soldier. Amen. Some of you are going through some stuff and you're praying for God to deliver you from something that you are not supposed to be delivered from, but you are supposed to endure it. Amen. 
Because remember, in life, it's not what you go through, but it's what you become as a result of what you went through. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's what you become. See, while we're worried about destination, God is worried about development. Amen. 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 There's some folk in this room, under the sound of my voice, you've had a hard time. Some of you have almost lost your lives, and some of you have almost lost your minds. Amen. You had a mighty hard time. Amen. And life dealt you some stuff that the average person could not have handled. But I'm telling you that as a result of that hard time and what you've been through, I think I hear some of you saying now, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Amen. Amen. And whether you want to admit it or not, it was that trouble that you went through that made you the man you are now and made you the woman that you are now. Amen. 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 It was that trouble. Amen. Songwriter said, I thank God for my mountains. I thank God for my valleys. I thank him for the trials he brought me through. Had it not been, I would not have known what God could do. Amen. Amen. You've had a hard time. It was that trouble that made you the person you are. Amen. So remember that pain, amen, is valuable. See, one of the things that'll get foolishness out of you is pain. <laughs> amen. 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 Pain will get some of that foolishness out of you. Amen. And pain will teach you some valuable lessons about maturity. Amen. Sometimes you won't grow up until you've been through a certain amount of pain. Amen. Now, they used to say, listen, that when you were 21, you was grown. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> there's some people in their 50s and their 60s and their 70s and they're still growing. Still growing. Amen. You grow through your pain. Pain will get some of the foolishness out of you. Pain will cause you to mature. Pain will purge you. Amen. I guarantee that if you hurt long enough. <laughs> amen. If you, if you hurt long enough. Amen. It will make you repent. It, if, you, if you hurt long enough, it will cause you to repent. Amen. Amen. If, if, if God allows you to hurt long enough, you'll be repenting of stuff you thought you did. That's, that's when you, that's, 
That's when you hear people say, Lord, if I offended anybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, God knows how to put something on you. Is that witness in here? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. God knows how to deal with you. Uh, yeah, yes, Lord. Amen. God knows how to allow you to suffer, to go through long enough. Amen. One of my favorite biblical texts is the woman with the issue of blood. I love that passage of scripture. Love to read about her experience. Amen. For all those years, she tried everything she could. Everything she could. You name a doctor, she went there. She tried every doctor in town. And all she had to show for it was all her money was gone. Amen. Yeah. Every remedy they gave her failed. But one day, praise God for one day. One day she heard that Jesus was in the vicinity. Amen. She was not supposed to be in crowds, but she said, I can't worry about that now. She had an issue of blood. She, she was not permitted to be in the public, but she said, I can't worry about that now. I, I've got to get to Jesus. And when she gets there, there's a crowd. And she says, I can't even worry about the crowd. Let me tell you something. Whatever you do, don't you let the crowd stop you from getting in touch with Jesus. Don't you worry about the crowd. Amen. If you need to get to him, amen. This woman was so determined to get to Jesus that she presses her way. She went lower than a shoeshine boy. She got down on her knees and crawled through the crowd to get to Jesus because she made up her mind, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. And so she comes, and she gets what she comes for because she is determined before she ever left the house. I don't intend to come back like I'm leaving here. I'm going to seek him, but not only am I going to seek him, I'm going to find him. And she made her way to Jesus. See, if you really want to get in touch with Jesus, you got to put a whole lot of stuff off your mind. You, you got to stop thinking about a whole lot of other stuff, worrying about a whole lot of other stuff, and make up your mind that whatever it takes, whatever it takes, I've got to get to Jesus. I've got to get to Jesus. I think I ought to tell you that you can't come to church in 2016 like you did in 1995. You, you got to work a little harder in 2016. Yeah, you, you got to put more into it. You can't be quiet no more. No, 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 no. You got to be willing to holler in church. And the more you hurt, the louder you holler. Yeah, the louder you holler, you can't sit in church quiet no more, worrying about being dignified and all that other stuff. If you want a blessing, you got to be willing to disturb the peace. You got to be willing to tell somebody, you excuse me, 
Amen. But I'm going to be real loud this morning. And so if you want to be by somebody quiet, you better get up and move because I'm going to holler this morning because I need a blessing because I came for a blessing and I need the Lord this morning because I got trouble at home. I got trouble on my job. I got trouble with my health. I'm having trouble sleeping at night, and I need a blessing from the Lord. Amen. Yeah, you got to work now. Yeah, you got to work for it now. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you got to work for it. You got to work for it. Don't think the Holy Spirit going to bless you just because you showed up. Oh, no. No, 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 no. You got to be visible and audible in 2016. Yes, indeed. Amen. Amen. You got to let somebody know I'm here today not out of no form and fashion. I'm here today because I need a blessing. Amen. God loves it when needy folk come to church. Amen. Don't be so dressed up that you can't holler. Don't be so dressed up that you can't give him some praise. Don't be so dressed up that you worried about messing up your outfit and messing up your, ma your mascara. If you got to holler, go on and holler. Amen. Give God some glory. Give God some praise. Let him know that you need him tonight. Yeah, can't nobody do me like you do me. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. And if I have to, I'll wrestle to get a blessing. I'll be like Jacob. I will not let you go until you bless me. Yeah. Yeah, you got to work for it now. Yeah, you got to work for it now. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm not walking around here carrying something that don't belong to me. If he wants my burdens, he can have them. I don't want them no way. If he wants my burdens, take them, Jesus. Yeah. Take them. Come back. I got some more. Take them, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want them, you can have them. Amen. I'm tired of them beating me down, giving me headaches, making me tired. Take them, Jesus. Come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. Oh, bless his name. <laughs> Y'all know it works. You know it works because you walked in here too many Sunday mornings with your chin down your head down, barely made it to church. Somebody get to singing one of them songs 
pastor get to preaching the word. The next thing you know, your feet done got light. You're trying to be still and you can't. Tears are rolling down your cheeks because God has lifted your burdens. God has done it for you. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Glory to his name. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Yeah, glory to his name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. From now on, from now on, we're going to be giving stuff to him that we ain't got no business carrying anyway. And if you cross paths with another burdened down Christian and you ask him, say, how you doing? So, well, under the circumstances, ask him, say, well, what you doing under there in the first place? Who told you God meant for you to be under the circumstance? Huh? We are training for reigning. Y'all didn't hear what I said. I said we are training for reigning. God didn't intend for us to be under no circumstances. He intends for us to be on top of the circumstances. that labor and the heavy laden and I'll give you rest. Amen. Amen. Doors of the church are open. Amen.